Welcome back to Bible study, to chapter 6 of Galatians, Paul's letter to the Galatian church. Uh, welcome back John and welcome back Derek. I love the, the sun splashed over the checkered tie, John. And, it, and it's not a small check, so there's big yeah, checkered tie. Well done. <laughs> Where you found that one. <laughs> Wonderful. So I'm going to read from Galatians chapter 6, verse 6 to verse 10. And Derek, you'll pray. So let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap, even if, sorry, if we do not lose heart. <laughs> Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Thanks, Derek. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you in particular for Galatians. That gives us so much wonderful instruction for our lives. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you will open our eyes to see the, the glory of, in your word and that, Lord, we would be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Thank you for helping us to understand. Thank you, Lord, for blessing each and every person listening to to this right now, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Yeah, so it's, this is definitely one of those passages where there's a, a verse in it that everyone knows. <laughs> you know, those who are in the church and those who don't, they use in the English language, it's so well known, yeah. that you will reap what you sow, mm. which is good principle. Yeah, it's a fundamental yeah. principle, yeah. isn't it? Not only in nature, but in the whole of life. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it applies on so many different levels. Mm. Uh, God, it's like it's, it's built into the way things are. Mm. And, and so we, we, we need to understand the, the law, I'd, I'd say, of yeah. sowing and reaping. Yeah. Um, because, and, and, um, and it also applies to our passage last week, you know, in the way that we you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And, um, you know, the way we treat other members of the body of Christ, you know, will affect us. So we'll reap, reap it. Yeah, what you put out will come back yep. on you. <laughs> a, a delinquent childhood normally has a sort of consequences. Yes. In later life. Yes. Any more to add to the list? John? Well, it's the law of... What's the word? Reciprocity. Have yes. I got the word yeah. right? Um, that this should operate at every level. I mean, it doesn't just mean money. It means as you, you we talked last week about the need to support ministry, ministries and the ministers of the gospel. And of course, we tend to think that's only financial and that's very important, but it could just be encouragement. Mm. 
just becoming around somebody and you encouraging them because you know we're all human and all frail and all subject yeah. to all sorts of fears and anxieties yeah. and everything else are we doing this right are the, am I explaining it in such a way that people understand my heart and am I doing what the Lord wants me to do and mm. you know that giving back encouragement saying that really ministered to me or whatever is part of it yeah. uh, let, let's be clear Paul the main emphasis here I believe is financial mm. what I'm what I'm saying is it's it but it is more than that. Mm. Um, the way we treat others and the way we sow into others' lives mm. is important. Mm. Yeah. Very important. And, yeah. in, and prayers, of course. Yeah, or yeah very much so. in the yes. ministry. Very much so, yeah. I often, I often think of um, the other, the, the other uh, another way to put it, you know, the origin of something will determine its destiny. And so that if, if, let's say, the origin of a ministry is in the flesh or for someone to uh, yeah. gain from it in any, any way, whether personal esteem, power or, you know, and, and, that, and there's a motive that's wrong, that's sown in at the beginning, something will be reaped. That's from a, that which won't be of That's the very interesting because if you look at the Church of England at the moment, mm. which is really, you know, I mean, I worship in the Church yeah. of England, but I can't pretend that the church on mass is in great shape. No. And when you look at its birth, it was born out of divorce and adultery. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. its birth. That's true. So, uh, you know, the, the Lord has graciously moved and there have been yeah. some wonderful people like J.C. Ryle and people like that who've come out of the Church of England. But, you know, generally speaking, That's its it. roots are not That's that it. great. <laughs> I, I think the same with the European Union. I was ridiculed for it, but when you look at the origins of the European yeah. Union, you look at, at what they use as their emblems and their sort of founding myth that for me makes the whole institution very suspect, mm. sort of based on Zeus and Europa and things like that. It's not a good, it's not quite the adultery of, you know, King Henry VIII, but it's the rape yes. of, of Europa. Mm. Yes. It's not good. No. And, that's, and if you've got such a callous, um, uh, albeit myth, that you're founding you know, your institutions on and putting into the mosaics of parliament and statues outside and emblems on your banknotes, if that's there, I, I, spiritually, that's going to have an effect. And then you'll start, you, you'll at the very least show disregard for the individual interests of a, of a member state like Greece. You'll just crush them if you have to. Uh, you know, and you certainly won't be very happy with Brexit, but that's another mm. subject. But I, of course, this is more on the personal level. But, that, yeah, but, but there are principles which, are, as you say, you're apply in many, many different sectors. Many, many different. There's sowing and reaping, and particularly, you know, symbology is hugely important. Mm. Um, I mean, you, you know, look, look at this. Uh, Christianity is, is is replete with symbols, mm. with with types, which are, you know, which have, and the types have power, yeah. um, a certain power vested in them because of what they represent, how they're seen in the spiritual realm. So I think these these symbols, blah, you know, plus all over the place. Yeah are spiritually very significant. Mm. Were, were you conceived in Babylon or in Zion? That, that, um, yeah. that um, psalm that says, you know, this one was born in Zion. You know, is that the origin of, of the life we're living or is it a godless yes. you know, framework? 
and, and you will reap what you sow. And if you're living a, a life of separation from God, you will live an eternity of separation from God. Yes. It's pretty serious stuff. Yeah. Mm. I've driven in that direction, Derek, and you well, can tie me back to verse to, six. Well, let's, yeah. to root it in the passage, yeah. let's read verse six and seven together. Yes, yes. Because sowing and reaping, as we're gonna see, is, applies across the board. Yeah. But initially, he's, let's say he's talking financially, yeah. and certainly investing in, into the ministries yeah. with yeah. our prayers, with our finances. Yeah. Uh, and then he connects that with sowing and reaping. In other words, he's saying, look, when you sow into a ministry, you, you will reap blessing from mm. God. Whether it's blessing, in, in a way, you could see that blessing that you reap on three levels. First of all, yes, I believe there will, it will bless you financially. Yeah. It brings God's blessings on your finances. You are blessed spiritually because you're being obedient to God. Mm. And there will be a, an eternal reward yeah. you know, for being faithful in your giving. You yeah. know, that, that isn't necessary in this life, but will you know, so God's just payday read those is eternal. Two so, verses yeah, again, sorry, yeah. I, I went yeah, no, off. Please uh, do. I went, no, no, it's I good. Don't follow there. my, my but, um, Verse six and seven, we can see the, the thought together. Let him who is taught the word share or partner in all good things with him who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap. Mm. So one thing he's saying there, look, if you do so into the word of God, into yep. the ministry of the yep. word of God, you, you will reap a good harvest, yep. Yep. you know. Uh, but if you sow into other things that maybe are not so good, mm. um, you will also reap yep. of that. So what's important to you? Um, you should sow into that. So, and then having encouraged them that they, they, will, they won't be the losers for giving into the ministry, they will, they will gain, certainly in this life, but certainly in eternity. Yeah. Um, then, but now he introduces the general principle of sowing and reaping, which goes way beyond finances, of course. Yeah. That's right. Um, so he says, this is a powerful verse, of course, verse mm. seven, I mean, this is powerful. Do not be deceived, yeah. God is not mocked. Mm. Whatever a man sows, that he shall also yeah. reap. Yeah. This, in other words, is a law, mm. you know. Because mm. I, I think sometimes people think, well, like, they can avoid the consequences of their yeah. sins. In fact, that's Satan's lie, isn't it? Oh, you, you, you can sin. Yeah. Although God says you're going to experience death as a result of your sin. Yeah. You're going to sow sin, you're going to reap death. Satan says, no, there won't be any consequences. God's just yeah. making that up. So can I drill back into, um, uh, from, from verse six and seven, I, you know, I, I would say that so, sowing, sharing, partnering um, uh, with, with the ministry can take many forms and financial is just part of it. But you're, what you're suggesting is that maybe that's the primary sense of these verses that it's a financial sowing. I, I think, think it possibly is because, yeah. uh, you know, we, we recognize that this is probably the first epistle that Paul wrote. And yeah. so he's broaching this subject, but actually like a terrier, he doesn't let it go. It, yeah. it appears time and again through his writings. It's obviously a struggle that he was having to get these yeah. people to understand that, yeah. that, that their church leadership is impoverishing itself in order to, to serve you. And yeah. you've got to buckle down and support and, them. And it's not sustainable. No, it isn't sustainable. Yeah, 
That's right. So, you know, this is the first, the first mention of something which Paul worried. I mean, he spends a couple of chapters in Corinthians That's talking right. about yeah. it. It's important to him. The Philippians that we yeah. did recently. Well, maybe. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Relatively in terms <laughs> of the history Relatively of the church. recently. Um, yeah. You yeah. know, his, the fourth chapter is all about the sowing and reaping. That's right. And it's very clearly That's right. financial. financial. Yeah. 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 And you know with Paul, it's not for personal advantage. If, if it was for personal advantage, he, w- you know, he would have stuck with persecuting yes. you know, the, the, you know, the, the church because he, there's far, far many more Jews out there who would have supported him financially. And he had his business as well. Yeah. So he himself invested, that's a good point as well. I think as a tent maker, yeah, he had real integrity, that's what I'm saying. Yes, he did. And sometimes they looked after him well and sometimes they didn't. I know yeah. how, to be, how to abound and how to, what's yeah. the other word he uses? I can't remember, but it meant to have nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so sometimes he wasn't well looked after. Yeah. It's, an, it's a very important point. That's good. That, that's it's really important good. to see yeah. that this is, this is a law. You know, yes. whether you are sowing something good yeah. or whether you are sowing something bad, mm. it, this is a law. And I think this is his emphasis because he says, God is not mocked. And, and this, apparently, the word here has to do with, with the nose. Yeah. And, and in our modern English, we, if we say God is not mocked, in other words, you cannot turn your nose up. At, this is someone who turns his nose up at God. Nothing will happen if I do this, if I sow this sin, nothing bad will happen. Mm. I'm tozing, turning my nose up at God, as it were. In other words, these are people who think they can f- fool God, mm. that I can do this thing mm. and there'll be no consequences. Yeah. God loves me, whatever. I won't have to reap the consequences. And, and he says, do not be deceived. Mm. He's saying that is a deception. Everything you sow, you will reap, yeah. right? God is, don't, don't be deceived by this idea that just because you're a Christian or God loves you or something like that, that there aren't consequences for everything you do, right. good or bad. Yeah. If not in this life, then yeah. in after death, yeah. there will be consequences. And, and in one sense, this, this is sort of countering that those who, who would say God is, doing it, God, you know, blaming God uh, for the consequences rather than the law of consequences, yeah. if you know what I mean. You know, someone um, reaps a terrible consequence and they blame God, or the observers blame God, you know, how can God love, you know, yeah. if he allows this to happen? But it is actually the consequence of It's the actions. way God designed things to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, uh, yeah. The classic verse, of course, is Genesis 8:22. While earth remains, seed time and harvest, you know, shall not cease. Mm. And it's you could see that like, seed, see, it's really seed time yeah. and harvest. But you could read it as seed, time, and harvest. Yeah, three things there. You sow the seed. I haven't heard that before. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a Derekism. Okay, no, it's all right. You sow, yep. you sow the seed, right? And this is why you can be deceived. Yeah. Because there is now a period of time mm. before the harvest. All right. Every farmer knows that, of course. Mm. So in that time, that seed is invisible. You can't see it. Mm. You could easily be deceived that that thing isn't going to come up in your life. Mm. 
And so you see, you sow this sin and you think you get away with it. You think nobody's taken any notice. God's got other things to, to look at. But actually that seed is planted. There is a period of time and it will come up yeah. into your future. And you, you have to realize that this, this is a law. And therefore the good seed you're planting, that's good news for you. And, and there's it, it other scripture that says everything hidden will be revealed. Yeah. You know, we, 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 it covers a little bit of what we were saying last week. You know, the, the sin of Achan. You know, he thought, oh, well, it's hidden. Yeah. You know, I've got it buried, you know, and I'll pick it up later. The, the spoils of Jericho. Whatever's hidden will, will, will be revealed. Yeah, be revealed. Yeah. And that, but in that time, and sometimes... And especially, it, by the way, in the modern age. You know, we're living in an age where people thought they got away with things. And then whether it's through DNA evidence... You know, they, they can now revisit, you know, crimes from the past or whether it's, you know, Harvey Weinstein or, or Epstein and, and the others. They, they, their day of reckoning has come. Yeah. And, and, and ours will come as well. Yeah. And another way that works is that let's say you, you're, you are encouraging a secret sin. Mm. Uh, you think, well, nobody sees I'm doing this quietly behind the scenes. Let's say you're, you're indulging in sexual, mm. you know, pornography or all these other things, you know. Um, but what's happening is you're sowing all these seeds in your heart. And then the circumstances align and suddenly, out of nowhere it seems to others, you're in, this minister's having an affair with his secretary. Exactly. You know, that didn't come out of nowhere. No, I know. That comes as a result of you've been meditating on the wrong thing. That's right. The, all that seeds being underground, and then, but the harvest time is coming, and and it comes up. You see, and, and the Ravi Zacharias thing what, yeah. was just so unbelievably blatant yes. to think that, you know, his ministry was growing into the tens of millions or further, and and he thinks that someone won't recognise him. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, it, with with the activities he was and, getting and involved the, in. It's a strong deception. Yeah. But in because that's you get it away is. It is a deception. That's right, you can deceive you yourself. Because of that time period yeah. where it seems like the seed is gone. Yeah. You know, you Satan comes along and says, you know, mm. you can carry on doing this stuff because, you know, you're too important to to get punished, you know. And so in that time, Satan and that's the deception he used on Adam and Eve, of course. Mm. You can do this and get that's away right. with it. That's right. God that won't really, you know. There won't be any consequences. And that's the number one deception, mm. I would say. And so that's why I, I love how strong he is there. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Do not turn your nose up at God and, and think that you can outwit God. Yeah. Because so this is very much focusing on the sowing of bad seed, isn't it? Well, um, that's whereas certainly the encouragement a major in verse 6 and 7 is... is can we just make the point here, the gospel point? Yes, I think please. it's important. Yeah, that there no, is a way well, every now and again, we want to come yeah, back to the because gospel, John. If, if, if our viewers are, um, are suddenly feeling condemnation, yeah. then it's time for repentance. Mm. It's time to say, yes, I've done this. Mm. But through repentance, the harvest will be stopped. That's it. And you start again with a clean slate. Yeah. Uh, it's important to understand that. Yeah, really but if you, if, if you, you know, this is what is so wonderful exactly. about the blood of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Put it under the blood, let's start again and move forward. But if you continue, the harvest will come to fruition. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And, um, but, sorry, a small but, very small but, <coughs> it, it is that there are still physical 
consequences. Let, let's yes. say someone's repented of of an adulterous affair, but yes. the woman's pregnant and there's sure. a child. Sure, there's still physical on. consequences. So there's, then there is a consequence. You, you can deal one. with the eternal consequences. David yeah. is a classic of case, Good one. you see, yeah. because um, yeah. obviously his sin with Bathsheba yeah. resulted. In and eventually, thanks to Nathan, he does repent, Psalm yeah. 51, total repentance. And God forgives him. Mm. Okay, so. He's, he is delivered from the important thing, yeah. which is the judgment of God. Yeah. But, yeah. in fact, Nathan points out, there's going to be a bunch of reaping in your yeah. life. Yeah. And uh, number one, he lost the child that he had with Bathsheba. But the more serious thing, God said, trouble will arise from your own house. Yeah. And of course, there's the, the big story of, yeah. of Absalom's rebellion that, that came up. and. Um, and, and it's, it's interesting to see how David, David knew when he was fleeing Jerusalem. You know, there was something different about David because he actually knew he brought this on himself. Yeah. But he knew he was right with God, mm. but he still had to walk with in humility and he had to trust God to restore him to the throne. Mm. But also he knew, you know, there was a guy who came out cursing him, Shemai, saying, oh, you, you know, you're, God's finished with you because you, of your sin. Because everyone knew David had sinned, but, but, and David was very kind to him. He didn't, nah. you know, he could have killed him. Yeah. But actually, he kind of knew that he had brought this on himself. Yeah, exactly. And he was now having to trust God for the grace. Mm. You know, he was, he was reaping, but he was trusting God for that blessing that would yeah. overcome that curse. And, and God did. He restored him to the throne, and he had some great years ahead, you know. And by the way, you know, there are some greats um, conversions from those who are in prison. You know, those who literally, the, all the pride has been squeezed out of them. So yes. they know they are absolutely dependent on the Lord. You know, and they have nothing you. to boast about. It's all of him. There is powerful testimony, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Powerful testimony. The prodigal son's another. I remember John talking yeah. about this some time yeah. ago, but uh, you know, that, that young son, and he came back to the father having spent all his money, and, and the father forgave him, mm. welcomed him back. Mm. And then the, the older son comes along. Who has he, the hidden you know, <laughs> sin. Complaining, yeah. you, know, why, you know, there isn't there any consequence. And in Luke 15, 31, he, the father says, all that I have is yours. In other words, there was a consequence. That younger son had blown his inheritance. Lost now, him. everything that the father you know, when the father dies, will all go to the elder yeah. son. So there were consequences, right. yeah. even though he was forgiven and restored, yeah. you know. But that wasn't good enough for the older, you know, having all the inheritance wasn't good enough. He, he, he wanted the, he didn't punished. want the son, he, he, did, he didn't punished. even want the son yeah. to, um, yeah. the other son to be, um, to be lauded back home. Yeah, human nature, you always want more, yeah. So I absolutely agree that um, if, if we truly repent and we cast ourselves on God's mercy, His grace in our life can, yeah. Yeah. and actually sometimes it seems like He'll, he'll even use our failures for good. Mm. You know, he'll well, he does. He'll he will use things around. Around. Yes. I remember, this is completely picture, different yeah. and it probably is completely out of context, but I remember when Jerry Adams, I think someone took a shot at him and he, he, he was injured. I think it was that, it wasn't a bomb or anything. And so it was all in the news, but then up pops Ian Paisley and says, just proves, <laughs> you know, that your man reaps what he sows, you see. Oh. So, you know, triumphantly, 
um, you know, saying triumphantly, <laughs> saying, you know, sort of enjoying the fact that, you know, he had been shot. But when I reflect now back, I think, um, well, Jerry Adams seems to have got pretty well everything, you know, that through Sinn Féin and IRA they sought to get, they got it. And they still seem Almost. to be reaping. So only the Lord knows how to resolve yeah. that. Sometimes people, you know, why do the wicked prosper? <coughs> David laments yes. that a few yes. times in the scriptures. Yes. And you think, well, you, you need to have a longer view of history and of eternity to know ultimately, as you say, God is not mocked. And ultimately there will be a judgment. Yes. There, there's a different, just a little illustration. There's a difference between penalty and consequence. Yeah. Okay. okay. Because penalty is like the judgment on, on sin. So for instance, we, we, some, somebody might be sinning, a minister might be sinning, you know, privately. And, um, you know, and then eventually he, he confesses that sin. And, and he, he is not under the penalty for sin. No. But because he has given himself to that, his uh, eternal rewards will not be as great. Mm. Because, in other words, there is a price to pay. Mm. Not that God is judging him for that sin, but all that time and energy that he focused into that sin, that he could have used and there'll be the a gospel. price to pay there is a in loss the ministry of on earth. Normally yeah. the ministry Oh yes, collapses. and when it becomes manifested yeah. as well, yeah. and even talking about it being hidden, yeah. but when it becomes manifested... So holding course, myself back from at least 10 <laughs> illustrations of this tragically... There's a loss of fruit. And strangely, the thing with Ravi Zacharias, it came to light after he died. Yeah. And in one sense, that's a more fearsome outcome mm. because the judgment is 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 not in this life. He, he will be judged beyond, beyond the grave. Yeah. I, I, you oh, know, yeah. obviously the yeah. ministry yeah, is judged, the fruit, the his family is judged, you know, the consequences are terrible. Um, but, but for him personally, um, I think, you know, there, there is, is no God. There's no God if, if, if people are not, if, if there isn't a, a reckoning and a judgment. There are eternal consequences. Yeah. I mean, either he wasn't saved, some people Which, would say. Would they really? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, because yeah. If, if you are in an un unrepentant, sinful lifestyle, yeah. it, I'm not saying he wasn't. No, I'm no. just saying it raises that question. It does. It does. But, well, that's the neatest. You know, I wouldn't, yeah, that's the neatest I, I wouldn't, conclusion. I wouldn't comment on that. But, no. but more probably, but he would lose eternal rewards, yeah. you see, mm. because much of his ministry has been discredited. But I would still read his books personally. Because I, I could see, I would receive value that's from right. that, but that's by the way. Mm. But just to and his videos, I mean, if they're still out there, yeah. you know, his his he was so articulate. I mean, they've yeah, stopped publishing his books now because I know of, they have. But, yeah, but I'm I'm glad I've got a bunch of them because mm. there's some good stuff there, mm. you know. But anyway, but imagine a boy mm. who steals some apples from the next door, right? Yeah. But they're sour, right? And he eats them, yeah, right. So. He gets caught. So his, his, his parents, you know, going to punish him. But, you know, he repents and, he's, and, and they say, okay, we forgive you, all right? But he's still got t tummy ache, right? So he was forgiven of the penalty of that, all right, which is probably the main thing. But he will still have to face the consequences of eating those sour apples. Mm -hmm in himself, you, you know what I mean? Exactly so there's a difference between the two. Yeah. We, we, when we repent, obviously there's no penalty from mm. no judgment of God. 
but we still do bear the consequences sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that pretty well covers it. You know, the, the, about the sowing of things and, and seeding something that isn't right. Yeah. And, and then eventually it comes out. Yeah. Let me just... Uh, oh, sorry, John. Yeah, that's right. No, it's, we, do, we, don't, we mustn't prejudge what the harvest might be. You know, we, mm. we sow and we reap. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes you, 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 you can... There will always be a harvest at some point, and there is quite clearly a time lapse between the two. And the, the, the harvest might not be in this life at all. We, mm. we mustn't necessarily yeah. assume it's going to happen mm. temporarily. Yeah. Um, but there are little, you know, I, we talked, I think, last week about how the devil keeps, you know, it's quite clear part of his strategy is to keep humankind struggling, that they, they only earn just enough. And that, that seems to be so, apart from the very wealthy, that mankind only seems to earn just enough. The, the, the rest is taken from you in taxation, in cost of living, in everything. So you're only left with a very tiny bit. And you think, how can I give? How can I give into the ministry? You might really want to, but how can you? There's not enough. A bit of fear cuts in. You've got your last 10 pounds, you know. How am I going to get through the month? But when you look back, because it felt like that every month. Somehow, God has got you through. Mm. You're no deeper in debt than That's you were right. at the end of last month right. or the month before. Somehow, he's got you through. Mm. Totally supernatural. Yeah. It is totally supernatural, yeah. but he can impose that upon your condition. So, you know, just look back thankfully. Think We didn't think we were going to make it, but we have. Yeah. And there might still be something in the future that's going to, crop up one day that you don't know about. But just in the short term, he's not mocked. You be faithful. He knows you haven't, he knows you can't give 20 pounds. You're not asking you to give 20 pounds like some ministries will give till it hurts. You know, don't listen to that rubbish. The Lord does not ask you to give to hurt. Just give what you have and what you believe you can afford. Give it and he'll see you through. Amen. Amen. Um, can I just pick up on what, for me, is a little sort of nuance in, in verse 8, where it says, you know, those who sow for the sinful nature, they'll reap destruction. Those who sow to please the Spirit, they will reap eternal life. And um, uh, th- this idea that is, is not uncommon now, especially in the modern church, that, that, um, that there won't be eternal judgments there will just be a destruction for those who are disobedient, for those who sow in, you know, in wickedness. Um, but for the, the righteous, there will be eternal salvation. Um, is that in this verse? It might not be. No, it's not it, even, it, it's not talking about that. No, but it does, but it, it's certainly, what's, what does your verse write again? For those who, who I, sow what I've got, to the He who sows to his flesh, yep will of the flesh reap corruption. Corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. Okay, so that's good. So, so one is really, really in the temporal. So what, we, yeah. but, so what it's saying is that you will reap in, if you sow in the flesh, you will reap in the temporal corruption. But yes. um, if you sow in the spirit, you will reap in the temporal and the well, eternal. Well, all of these things apply to this life and beyond. Well, yeah, but that's my so point. Everlasting life 
Yeah. Right. We need to now. Clearly, no, I'm talking about the uh, the corruption. Is that um, from this? I know it's a wider debate in other verses, but um, is it, is it talking about the temporal consequences or the eternal consequences for sowing in the sinful nature, sowing in in the flesh? Well, it 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 certainly is corruption in this life. Yeah. But it also goes into everlasting life. Let's yeah. say we're talking about a Christian. Yeah. Well, certainly, because for a non-Christian, of course, of course it does go into that yeah. because yeah. You're, you, if you sow uh, without the grace of God, yeah. that's, that corruption will continue eternally. Because you've talked about eternal rewards, which we all accept, yeah. but um, are there eternal demerits, as it were, or eternal non-rewards? Or is it just the fact that you don't have the reward for eternity that you know, you're yeah. by sowing in the flesh, you're depriving your, you know, the quality of your eternal salvation. I'm just opening things up for no, discussion. It, because you are yielding to the flesh. Yeah. Yeah, I would see it. You're, you're not punished. Yeah. For, you know, praise God. Yeah. You know, as as believers, we we are forgiven. Mm. But the fact that we've been sowing to the flesh and we have you know, means a lot of the product of our life is, is actually not of God mm. and carries no reward. Mm. And, and sometimes our sins will actually destroy our positive rewards. We've been talking about yeah. fallen ministries. Yeah. It's not just that their sin has occupied their time that they can't mm. do the, create positive rewards. It's, it's, the, it's infected their whole life with a mm. corruption that, that spoils their ministry, but also their sin has, has, not that they are judged for their sin, but their sin actually does in effect cause demerits because mm. this minister who's brought loads of people to the Lord, then he's exposed in this sin, certain number of those are going to be discouraged or even backslide. Yeah. And, and so his reward is, is going to be negatively affected. Mm as well. Got it. So it does carry into eternity. Yeah, so um, there's, uh, in Ecclesiastes it says, what do we, in verse 11 I think of chapter 3, what do we gain from our labour? And then it says, God makes everything beautiful in its time, but then he said, and he's sown eternity into the heart of man. In other words, there's something much deeper, more enduring from what we see as just a little sort of yeah. cause and effect consequence here on earth. We it's tend to focus on this life, but probably in the big picture we'll find out that yeah. in fact the majority of the reaping yeah. is, you know, yeah. is, is, is I, the, I mean, these are spiritual truths, but yeah. I think coming back to the context, yeah. he's still in the context of giving. Yeah. And, and it seems that Paul associates by giving to the ministry, that is a spiritual seed. Yeah. That, is, that is sowing into your yeah. spiritual life. Um, whereas if you retain that money, you're sowing to your flesh yeah. and, and it, it'll bear, you know, it'll either bring poverty on you or whatever. I, I'm not prejudging. Or you're anything. supporting something financially which is completely yes. not supporting That's right. the ministry. That's right. I mean, if you prefer to pay your Netflix subscription, you know, yes. rather, rather, than, uh, yeah. rather than give that £10 a month into the church, for example, if, there's, if it was a choice, yeah. one is sowing to the flesh, one is sowing to yeah. the spirit. Yeah. Mm. Can I just make a statement that, yeah, although it's not in the passage, I think it's yeah. very important. Yeah. 
Paul covers it in Corinthians, and it just, it just needs to be said, your harvest is determined by the quality and the quantity of your seed. All right? So mm. if we sow good That's seed... That's the truth. Yeah. And, or if, and if we sow sparingly, as Paul says, we'll reap sparingly. Yeah. If we sow abundantly... Yeah we will reap abundantly. I just think that yeah. is important to be said. Um, and what's that scripture about, you know, one, one sows, the other reaps, God waters, you know, there, there's a scripture on that. So some things are beyond our control. For instance, um, we, we can be in good faith, you know, as a heart of um, worship to the Lord, give. It can be squandered. But that's not our problem, no. as it were. And yeah. we can give qualitatively, quantitatively, with all our hearts. Um, that's us, as it were, fulfilling our duty, discharging our duty yeah. before the Lord. What happens, you know, in yeah, terms of the cultural tide? Yeah. You know, churches that have, you know, so much sacrificial giving, let's say Victorian churches, it ends up as a yoga centre or some sort of demonic, yeah. you yeah, know, sure outfit. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, that's not the fault of the people that were giving in the Victorian no. times or the sacrifices they made. So we don't know that culturally things change. But as for us today, let's follow the injunction yes. to give. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and remember how the Lord sees it. You know, you think about when the widow's might, how the yeah. Lord watched this yeah. lady put in tiny little amount. Yeah. Mm. But the Lord said, you know, she gave all that she had and it was so much more than those that put in yeah. a lot of money. Mm. So um, that's not an excuse not to give very much, right. but you know, it's, it's giving what you can, what you can, and the Lord sees it in terms of you and what you have. He doesn't compare it with what somebody else is giving. Yeah. Is there more to say on that? Yeah. I think in verse eight, mm. I'll, the first thing I'd want to point out is that he, in verse 7, the focus is on the seed. You know, what, what you sow, you will reap. In verse 8, the focus, he's taking a different viewpoint, and John's absolutely right that you can apply that to the verse, the financial giving. And, but he's talking about the ground that you give into. Yeah. So if, obviously, if you know that they're being wasteful, then you, you shouldn't right. give to yeah. that. Ground. So the ground is important. And, and, and he's expanding the thought now, actually, because he's talking about sowing to your flesh mm. or sowing to the spirit. Mm. Um, and, and this actually can be expanded now to sowing your focus, sowing your attention, mm. um, sowing yeah. your, your thoughts. Yeah. Because if you... Your if energies. You, if you sow to the flesh, mm. you will reap. Yeah. You know, if you're med always meditating on fleshly right. things, you will reap from that. Yeah. You know, but if you sow to the Spirit, you will reap yeah. to the Spirit. And Jesus, you know, in Mark four twenty three, do you, you yeah. mind if I? Yeah, because well, I think this is such yeah. a key principle. Yeah. What are we sowing our attention to? Mm. Um, in the parable of the sower here, yeah. he, he, we can see this in the light of sowing and reaping. Mark four twenty three, he says, "Take heed what you hear, yeah. you know, what you sow your attention to." Mm. With the same measure of hearing mm. that you use, it will be measured to you. Yeah. So whatever you focus on, you will reap from that area. Mm. Um, and to you who hear, more will be given. So the more you focus on the Word of God, you will actually reap mm. the benefits of the Word in your life. For whoever has, to him more will be given. Mm. That doesn't sound fair, but it really means whoever, whoever has ears to hear, 
whoever is sowing his attention to the word, to him more will be given. Yeah. But whoever does not have ears to hear, even what he has will be taken away from him. That's a good way of putting it. So you it. see, you're sowing. Yeah, so you've basically got an open door or a closed door. And if it's a closed door, you're not going to get an increase. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's a fundamental law. Yeah. And, and of course, there's this famous phrase, isn't it? We, you sow a thought and you reap uh, That's true. an action. Yeah. You reap, you sow the action, you reap a habit. You, you sow the habit, you reap uh, a character. And you yeah. sow the character, you reap destiny. Well, That's it's good. the principle yeah. of, again, not sowing heard and reaping. Before. Did you follow that, John? Yeah, I did. I have not heard it before. Should we repeat it? So that, you know, by repeating, okay. it make a habit of this. Let's so, sow a thought, reap yep. a habit. Yeah. No, reap an action. Yeah. Sow an action, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap character. Yeah. Sow character, reap a destiny. That's not original with me, but no, no, I but picked it's, that up on the way. It's true. But all life is governed by sowing and reaping, is yeah. the point. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But, and I just want to make one point about this everlasting life, because mm. what it is not saying, what Paul is not saying, because then he would be contradicting the rest of Galatians, you know, you know if you do lots of good sowing or yeah. lots of good works, yeah. because our sowing is also our good works. That's right. You know, if we do a lot of good works, then we will reap as a reward everlasting mm. life. That's, that's a that, great you know. danger. That's a great <laughs> He's danger. He's not saying that. Because we could call Jesus defined everlasting life is John 17. By the way, giving can be a good work. So it's, it's yeah. any type of sowing that's in the flesh, whether it's your time, your energy, your money, your talents. If it's in the flesh to earn salvation, yeah. it's not going to get that much. Yeah. He's not talking about salvation here. No. Um, but Jesus said that eternal life is knowing God. But I'm saying if it's in the attitude of someone yeah. to, to earn something for themselves from, that's against the principle. It's sowing into the flesh mm. and they'll actually reap. Yeah. Yeah. And so everlasting life, Jesus said in John 17, 3, is knowing God. Yeah. So we've got to rethink or expand our thought of everlasting life. We, we just think, oh, that means going to heaven. Mm. But that's not... It's the an biblical ongoing relationship. Yeah. Fact, the Bible says the when you receive Christ, you have everlasting life now. That's right. Why? Because God has everlasting life, right? That, and that is the Father and the Son loving one another, knowing each other. It's a quality of life yeah. as yeah. such. Yeah. And it's the life of God. So when we um, accept Christ, it says we enter into everlasting life. We enter into knowing God. Mm participating in the life of God. But, the, but there are different degrees of that. Mm. And the, as we get to know God more, the more we experience his life, yeah. you see. So fellowship is, a, is something that should continually grow. So what he's saying is the more you, you, you sow into the Spirit, the more the life of the Spirit, you'll enter into the life of the Spirit, the more you will know God. Mm and you will receive a greater measure of everlasting life. Wonderful. Not only now, but in eternity. Yes, wonderful. I, if, I, I sometimes think if we could just capture that, you know, little um, minute that you've given us, it would be quite precious to put it on Facebook or something and, and people just, you know, it's so refreshing to think about the, the process of knowing God and being in a relationship with him being in the spirit. Very, very well put. Better even than that little, those couplets l leading through from habit right. to action to, 
Uh, that was very special. Oh, bless, bless you. you. Bless you. And, it, and that's very motivating, mm. you know, because that means every time we obey God mm. in, in our giving and doing a good work and just walking in the Spirit, mm. that it, we are investing in our everlasting future. It's, it's what we also call eternal rewards. Mm. What is our eternal reward? It's the level of glory and authority and life that we will experience. By the way, I, I think it's always healthy when you're investing anything is to look uh, beyond the horizon and to look to eternity, to, to look to after you've gone home to glory. You know, are you really investing in the next generation? Are, are you investing in the gospel of the next generation and how it can be spread? Um, rather than, am I just, okay, I might be investing in a ministry, but is it just for this life? But, uh, and the, then you really are in faith. You know, you're investing in faith, in the promises of God, that they will be fulfilled, even if you don't see the fulfillment, you know, Hebrews 11. Yes. That's, that's when it's got some real substance. And, and we don't know. You know, when, when we give to missions, when we give to ministry, yeah. Yeah. you know, when we invest our prayers, yeah. you know, most of what we, occasionally we, we hear reports back. That's right, often you know, we don't, that's right. In eternity, when we actually, we'll see the fruit mm. of all our sowing, we'll be amazed, I'm sure we'll be I think, amazed. I think of China, so that, that, you know, during that terrible repression under Chairman Mao, you would have thought nothing could survive. And then the church emerged. Now, as it were, it's been crushed again. And any one of us who've given to ministry in China and to see, you know, Christians being imprisoned and, you know, churches being crushed, you think it's over. But again, we're sowing. We don't know what the Lord is doing in the depths of those prisons or in those sort of rehabilitation centers, whatever they call them. Um, that God, the Lord Jesus will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail. I'd like to believe that people will walk up to us in heaven and say, I know, I'm looking you forward for to that. Thank you for giving because that made yes. it possible for me to hear the gospel. And even when you haven't clinched the deal, I, 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 so to speak, um, you know, you're on a train with someone and it's only for a few stops and you get into conversation and it would be completely sort of cack-handed to try and get them to say the sinner's prayer and to be converted as it were, but you've sown into their life and you know and you say goodbye and they get off the train and you haven't taken their details so that you can track it and, and God leads them to someone else mm. who sort of does the watering or something or, or leads them to the Lord. So I, I hope so. I think, I hope I'm not shamed by no one coming up to me. <laughs> you know, they're all going to Derek and John. Yeah. Not to me. <laughs> but, um, that's why it's very motivating. Yeah. And that's why in verse nine, he says, therefore, let us not grow weary That's while right. doing good. That's so right. notice the sowing is, is not just money. It, it, yeah. it includes the money, but yeah. it's doing good. So every time we obey God, we do a good work, yeah. we invest in something um, good. Th what he's saying is keep sowing. Mm. Even though there's this time gap, which means it mm. doesn't look like mm. it's working. He says, don't be weary. That's just right. keep, keep That's sowing right. good seed. That's right for in due season. Because we, we never know the outcome. There is a time period. Um, there is, God's payday is coming up. Yeah. In due season, we shall reap. Yeah. If we do not lose heart. Yeah. 
So notice, you might reap, no, you shall reap. Every seed you sow, you will reap. Every good seed you sow, there will be a reaping. Amen. In this life and Tot certainly to afterwards. Totally agree. It's, you know, you, when you revisit the parable of the sower in the light of everything we're just talking about, the only people who aren't saved are the seed that was sown by the wayside. The birds came and stole it. Mm. That's right. The, the seed that fell on rocky ground and it grew up, but because there was no soil, there was There's no root there. and it withered. Some but they were saved. Yes. Yes. They saved, they got it. They received yes. the word. They received it. Now, and then it gets, you know, then you get the next lot with the thorns and, the, and, and then you get the final lot where there's a, a, real, a real harvest. But even that first seed that fell on the, on, the, on the stony ground and because there was no earth of substance, it didn't last. But the point is it grew and that person was yeah. saved. So, so really, you know, just pray over your seed. Exactly. Pray over it. What a responsibility. Put it, yes, because you don't know what, what the ground, you, or you might not know what the ground yeah. is like. Yeah, so you, you can, and it works as Paul is taking it both ways, you know, you, you can speak a, a wrong word in anger, that can have consequences. Yes. You can speak a loving word and you know, gracious word, that will have consequences. And it can be, as we get into our final verse in the last five minutes, it, it can be to everyone or it can be to the household of faith or especially to the household of faith. I, I wanted to ask in our final session, I know you've got other points to cover, Derek, but just this, this the value that there is, which I believe there is in the some aspects of the social gospel, that you're actually doing good, you're feeding, you're clothing, you're sheltering, you're helping folk as an expression of your Christian faith and of the gospel. It's not um, for salvation, but there's something in the scriptures that is saying that yeah. that's what we should be doing, doing very, good to very all. Much so, very much so, but unfortunately so many churches have substituted the social gospel for mm. the gospel of grace. Right. Yes. It, it, it is not a substitute. Correct. It's a consequence of. Absolutely That's right. The Absolutely right. Yeah. So, but important for us not to allow, as it were, the devil to have all the good music. If exactly you know what I mean. So, yeah. Um, so those who are spiritually, doctrinally sound should also be doing good mm. to all men. Doing good to all is loving your neighbour as yourself. Yeah. And then when he yeah. says, especially to those of the household of faith, yeah. he's saying he's talking about the higher level of love within the family of God, yeah. which is like, um, love one another as I have loved you. Mm -hmm. So that's the first priority, yeah. really, is within the family of God, but that doesn't negate loving your neighbor as yeah. yourself. And equally, it doesn't negate speaking the truth in love. You know, actually, yeah. you can show love through speaking the gospel out. Yes, I mean, very much so. I, uh, Jesus, of course, is our prime example. You can't say that he particularly liked the Pharisees, and I'm quite sure he didn't, but he loved them, and he spoke truth to them. They didn't like it, but he did it. Um, it was a great help to them if they wanted to take, as it were, the lifeline. Well, of course, some of them did. Them the truth. I'm quite sure some of them did. Some of them were administered straight to their hearts. Mm. But I love the attitude in this verse. He says, therefore, because, you know, that you will reap. Therefore, as we have opportunity, yeah. all right, let us do good to all. And this mm. word opportunity is the very That's same true. word as in the previous verse where it says you will reap in due season. Yeah, very good. 
Now, what does that mean? This, that's the timing. There, there is a timing for the reaping. Mm. So he's talking about the timing of your sowing. In other words, that's why it's translated correctly, opportunity. In other words, be on the lookout for opportunities to mm. sow because there is a window of opportunity yeah. to, to sow. And if you miss that, you miss your chance to sow. So he says, as we have opportunity, be looking out for opportunities to do good work, mm. to, to do these things, to do good to all, yeah. because there is a timing mm. in our sowing. And, and if the farmer sows at the wrong time, he misses the opportunity. Yeah. So therefore, be alert. Be listening to the Lord. Mm. And when he says, give, yeah. we are obedient to that. Mm. That's what he's saying. Be, be eager to sow. Yeah. yeah, so I'm just trying, I'm sort of quickly, my sort of um, brain is catching up on that point of, you know, will anyone come in heaven and say, oh, yes, we remember you here or there or doing this. And I, the, um, uh, in my own defense, <laughs> but only the Lord knows, um, mm -hmm. the, the, the camp in, um, in Ukraine for the children is, is firstly for those Christians that I met over there, um, you know, who, who basically have lost their homes from the East. And it was to provide a, a camp uh, for the household of faith. And one says it's the wrong way around, but there's quite a number who, who, who who participated in the camp, who are um, not believers. And, and then you think, well, it, it's only a, a, only a week, but you can deposit in that week some real blessing mm -hmm. that um, I may never see them again. And we don't know what's going to happen in the, in the rollout of this war in terms of yeah. kids and the next generation. But hopefully deposit some love, some forgiveness, some... Um, joy into their lives which will bear will bear fruits and um but i do feel strongly that you know we should where, wherever possible as christians help christians who are suffering yeah in you know not just financially sometimes to say come to our homes it's it's a duty is i mean it's pretty yeah. well saying without a doubt i mean he does say do good yeah especially to the household of faith so we've got a real challenge on on there because uh, you know in a world that is sort of sh shaking quite violently there are folks who are um, as a consequence you know who, who are um, suffering we, we need to do our best to help them the music mm -hmm. we're, sa we're saved by by the bell but just remember you reap what you sow and God is watching over all of us and he loves us all mm. we'll see you next week <laughs>